Hi, this is John Sablon, one half of To Have and To Hold Podcast, and Nicole and I are so very blessed that you decided to join us on this journey to improve your marriage, your family life, and your relationships. Now, as a disclaimer, Nicole and I are not perfect. We're not your counselors, and we don't desire to be your spiritual directors. What we do desire, though, is to lend this podcast as an opportunity for us to journey together in holiness and virtue, and to share our experiences of, of marriage and family life and what we've learned, what we've encountered, so that it may bless you and your family and your relationships. Now, if you disagree, or if your experience is different, or perhaps if we say something in mistake or in error, you are free to absolutely reject it, my dear brother and sister in Christ. So we just wanted to leave that with you, and we thank you again for your support, and most especially your prayers. So please share, like, subscribe, leave us a comment, and let us know how God is blessing you through this podcast. May God bless you and keep you always. So when you hear offer it up, have you ever said that before? I have. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And what does that mean? Uh, suck it up, throw some dirt on it. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of To Have and To Hold. As usual, I am accompanied with my beautiful, beloved bride. Hi, sweetie. Hi. Today, we are toasting to something pretty special, mm -hmm. right? For the last several months, we have been away from the sacraments. Mm -hmm. A few months. A few three, months. Three months. Three months, but who's counting, mm -hmm. right? Um, we are, actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we're actually toasting to um, the reintegration into the sacraments, right? So in our diocese, I know not everyone is there. Some started before. Um, but within our specific diocese, we just uh, had reopened up public masses for some um, on the Feast of Corpus Christi. So we want to toast, a Thanksgiving toast, all praise be to Jesus Christ, for getting back to Mass. Mm -hmm. And I'll just share that I love the Mass, but as I was sitting there participating in the Mass, there are some things that I thought I would want to share, I want to share with all of you. And one thing that really resonated with me is the, the whole concept of offer it up mm -hmm. and what that means in the context of the Mass, in the context of marriage. So when you hear offer it up, have you ever said that before? I have. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And what does that mean? Uh, suck it up, throw some dirt on it. <laughs> I mean, not, it doesn't really mean that. I mean, it kind of does, but um, what it means is to whatever, or the, the way that I've always uh, understood it, understood it okay. and have said it mm -hmm. and meant to say it was that whatever it is that you're going through at that moment, mm -hmm. to use it for the glory of God and for the salvation of souls, right? Mm -hmm. To offer it up on behalf of blank, mm -hmm. fill it in. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting <clears throat> to me because when we go to the Mass, we get to see what offering really means mm -hmm. in terms of the whole sacrifice, mm -hmm. right? So what Jesus has done for us, we have a reminder of it as far as a crucifix, that offering for us. Mm -hmm. But then also in our Mass, we get to celebrate the offering of, of Jesus on the altar and what that means. Mm -hmm. So 
I just thought that the idea here is in terms of the offertory, we hear that, that those words over and over again in mass and how many of us allow it to really take place in our heart, in our mind, and also in our marriage. So one of the things I'm so grateful for the mass is that um, the offertory, when you see not only Christ offering himself and really modeling what that looks like, mm -hmm. There is a practice in the church where um, the priest is basically consecrating the host, right? Mm -hmm. And is making an offering on behalf of our people. And I think about as a spouse, I need to be doing that myself. In fact, there are, we are supposed to, as we all want to become saints, mm -hmm. well, we all want to go to heaven, right? I, I mean, there's, I have, yeah. there's only saints in heaven. And there's only saints in heaven. So we want to be a saint so we can get into heaven. But what we do is all the saints that there are in heaven, we want to be joined with them one day. Mm -hmm. But that means in this in this offering that we that we make, remember how they got there. So they have their sufferings, their labors, and their combats. Mm -hmm. Do we have any sufferings, labors, and combats in married life? No, actually, it was just really um, rainbows, butterflies, and... Uh and um, unicorns. Yes, as for Optimus Prime. That's <laughs> no, always the case. Actually, there's a ton. There's a ton? Uh, yeah, there's a ton of trial, tribulation, suffering, pains, um, uh, you know, mornings. I mean, there's, you, you name it. Right, right. right. It. And so in the messiness of married life and family life, we are called to offer those in the Mass. And to bring those to the altar. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And what's beautiful is that we get to participate. You know, it's we have a live stream mass and we are able to participate and go through the motions, but there's something about being in God's house with the pictures of his family mm -hmm. around us with our brothers and sisters in Christ and me kneeling and then being able to come to mind any of my joys and sorrows and offering it with Christ. Mm -hmm. St. Gregory the Great will, will teach us that is if we offer those things in, in terms of what Christ has done, right? With mm -hmm. that same sort of intention, it holds the same sort of value, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, then it, it truly becomes a sacrifice in our worship when mm -hmm. we do that, mm -hmm. right? Uh, uniting it to the Paschal mystery in and of itself, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, you bring up a good point, love, the, you know, taking it back just a little bit, because, you know, we, we were, we reopened the public masses on Corpus Christi. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I, I think, especially in light of, you know, the, I think it was the Gallup poll that came out, you know, a year ago, you know, where 70% of Catholics mm -hmm. that go to mass don't even believe in the true presence, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and you can kind of see the connections, the threads through, if we don't believe in that, you know, mm -hmm. you can see when, when the church is in its own turmoil, you can see the world just kind of unravel as we're seeing that now. Mm -hmm. um, but then even as I was kind of meditating on Corpus Christi and, you know, Jesus giving his life for us. Mm -hmm. You know, we spoke about this in previous episodes. Uh, you know, we spoke about Ephesians 5 and knowing your role. We spoke about... Um, how a lot of people would think that you know your your primary reasons for divorce are going to be finances and and communication, um, which not to dismiss or trivialize or say they're not, but we spoke about no actually it really is this 
embracing of sacrifice, mm -hmm. the concept of suffering mm -hmm. on behalf of your spouse or mm -hmm. your family. Mm -hmm. And so that's why you kind of bring back into this offering mm -hmm. as we reintegrate back into the sacrament and then specifically the mass, especially for us as Catholics, that's the highest form of prayer mm -hmm. is the mass. And so many of us, we included, perhaps have taken it for granted, have just kind of went through the motions. You know, we've, we've mm -hmm. been live streaming. So even though you may participate, you may be participating in your money slippers and got really complacent and lazy, mm -hmm. um, that's not really mass, right? It's not really represented, uh, you know, uh, a true representation of what's actually occurring there um, when we're in the presence in God's house, in the presence of our Lord in the body, blood, soul, and divinity of the Eucharist. And so it's just kind of like all of this coming together as we were kind of motivated, right, and inspired to have this discussion. It's like, wait a minute, you know, let's talk about this offering and let's talk about that in both the context of the Mass mm -hmm. and in marriage. Mm -hmm. Especially as we know, we're, every time we go to Mass, we're attending the wedding feast of the Lamb. Mm -hmm. And so they're obviously related and connected. Mm -hmm. So I really, I would like to <clears throat> draw on that in terms of what does that offering look like in mm -hmm. day to day? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the practicality of all, right? That's our goal on this mm -hmm. podcast is to really say, okay, can we take some of the richness of our faith, um, some of the theological, philosophical aspects and say, all right, let's get down to the nitty gritty because mm -hmm. as you mentioned, marriage is messy. Mm -hmm. Family life is complicated mm -hmm. and frustrating at times mm -hmm. and obviously challenging at times, but it's, it's beautiful and as uh, you know, we've heard uh, uh, said before, I think our good friend Deacon Harold Burks ever said, marriage is a, is a cross, mm -hmm. but it's so beautiful, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. You just have to approach it in that way, mm -hmm. with, you know, the cross. And you were talking about it, love, as far as the saints, unifying ourselves with the saints um, and wanting to be united with them, of course, with God, because they're with God. But then what does that mean, really, mm -hmm. from an offering perspective? Because mm -hmm. we want the fruit, mm -hmm. but are we willing to go through... The cross to get there. The cross to get the labor mm -hmm. right, that's associated with that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so in the context of marriage, we will highlight each other's good, bad, and ugly. Mm -hmm. And most often, the ugly will come out and I'll affect, it's going to affect me personally and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And so there's different ways that I could approach that. So... Um, an example would be, um, I remember something that was really uncomfortable for me is um, sharing, you know, to say that I love you. Um, it wasn't something that I was raised with. Mm. Um, even though I knew that my, my dad loved me, it was conveyed through what he did, not, not necessarily verbally. Mm -hmm. And so when I came into the marriage, it was very similar in that I was thinking to myself, why, why do I have to tell you that I love you? You should know, mm. right? Because I am, I'm here, I'm faithful, I'm, you know, fill in the blanks. I'm doing all these things. Mm. And so, um, as we know, should, which I just said, is a cognitive distortion. Mm -hmm. and, um, and people will say, you could should all you all you want, right? Should all day long. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah, but so in in that, it was a stretch for me. It was an offering, a suffering, if you will, to be able when you, you know, when here you're saying, well, I like to hear it. Mm -hmm. And it was uncomfortable for me initially mm -hmm. to do it. Mm -hmm. 
But I understand from your perspective that's something that you wanted to hear. And I've grown very fond of it myself over the years. Mm -hmm. um, so it's something that I, I like to hear as well. Mm -hmm. So I had to go beyond myself to do that. I could should myself all day long, but we wouldn't grow in our, in our unity. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's just an example in terms of an offering is it's kind of feels uncomfortable. I get the rationale. It doesn't do anything against my dignity as a human person. Mm -hmm. In fact, it helps me stretch and enlarge my heart and, and be more charitable to you, not only in, in deed, but in word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you bring up, that's a great example because let me, I want to approach this as we're trying to help our fellow brothers and sisters out there understand the practicalities and where this could go. Mm. So you had your response. So mm -hmm. here's your, and we're obviously we're, we keep telling you, we're going to do something on family of origin. So Nicole didn't come from that experience, that, that family of origin where that was verbalized. Mm -hmm. Love was verbalized. It was more shown, or at least we believe that it was shown in that way. Mm -hmm. So my desire or and that need that I had for her to articulate, express it to me, um, was a little bit of a, it was a challenge for her, right? Mm -hmm. So Nicole makes an offering and stretches herself outside of her level of comfort in order to be able to meet me where I am mm -hmm. and speak the love language that I need to be spoken uh, with. Now the flip side to that, and this is where things get really slippery, right? Is, well, what then what, what could be my response to that? If Nicole's struggling with that, that's, I'm not trying to uh, grow an understanding and grow in unity, well, I could use her lack of expressing love as a reason or justification for whatever negative self-thoughts that I may be having in my head and go with completely the opposite way, mm -hmm. right? So why do some marriages struggle, right? When um, it's because they're not having, they're not teasing this stuff out, they're not working through it, they're not sacrificing, they're not offering, right, these types of opportunities to grow in sanctity and ultimately in unity. Mm -hmm. So it's really important for all of us, mm -hmm. for those of you listening out there, to realize that that's a perfect example of where marriages can go wrong, mm -hmm. right? That one person says, really, I didn't come from that affectionate type of home. The other person did. Now there's a, there's a little bit of a discord there. And if we're not willing to work both ways, Nicole stretching herself and me exhibiting understanding and saying, oh no, I understand you're from, you know, this is a stretch for you to articulate. So I'm going to take them as I, you know, as they come, right? I get one and maybe that one turns to two and then maybe that two turns to four. And then, so now we start to grow. And of course, as Nicole stated, it's become very, very much a part of our, our language and our, and our, and our talk in the home today, both with us and with our children, mm -hmm. right? To not walk away without, without sharing those words because we never know, mm -hmm. right? Um, but I think I wanted to be able to share the opposite side of that is where it's one thing to say that, but, you know, if you're not willing to work through that mm -hmm. and understand one another, it can be it can be a, a really bad scenario and, and end up in a, in a bad um, situation. Mm -hmm. I think, though, that in that in on the receiving end, mm -hmm. if I'm not sharing, if you, you grew up in a home where perhaps it was conveyed verbally or at least you had an expectation that your wife was going to, mm -hmm. to convey love to you verbally, mm -hmm. and yet I didn't. It also opens a door. You also have a, a different way of, or many options, I guess, in terms of how you're going to respond. Mm -hmm. And a negative way to respond would be by 
taking it personally, which is another cognitive distortion, mm-hmm. right? So um, perhaps you can give an example of what taking it personally would look like. <laughs> I'm not saying that you've ever done that. I just I've, have I. Well, I, I'm not going to say that. Is that personally? Yeah. Aimed at. No. Did you want to share? No. Um, I mean, I, I have all kinds, actually. Okay. That's one of the things. And for those of us who um, joined us on our marriage summit, right, um, you, we kind of talked about one of these things was taking it personal. Um, taking it personal and um, getting personal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was, you know, I still struggle with that, honestly, uh, as a human being and it's just as a fallen person, is that when I receive a certain reaction, or maybe even no, no reaction, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give an example. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to be a doer, I express my love through service. Mm-hmm. Would be a perfect example, mm-hmm. right? I cook, I clean, I do X, I do Y. And if I don't hear a thank you, man, dinner was awesome, right? But it's just another meal that I cook, nobody said anything, whether it be Nicole or the kids, and I take it personal, like, they don't even care. That, mm-hmm. you know, I came home from work, I prepared dinner, I made the dinner that so-and-so liked, or Nicole liked, or one of the kids liked, and I didn't even get a thank you. Mm. Or I didn't get a like, man, this is really good, so maybe they didn't like it, and then they're just in my own head, and um, you know, the dark clouds and the lightning and the thunderstorms, even though that's not necessarily the way I roll as, a, as an extrovert, as a choleric, um, but that would be an idea of just, or uh, an example of taking it personal. Okay, right. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is a good, yeah, that's a good example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, did you have another example in mind? Well, I think that that's that's good. I just think mm-hmm. that in situations in family life, we're going to have an opportunity to respond, mm-hmm. good or bad. And I think that again, that's why it's so important to understand what is our goal. Is this going to be bring unity, or is this going to bring some sort of tension? Not to say that I'm going to do things that are really important to me or in our marriage, Mm -hmm. in our sacrament, and I'm gonna avoid certain situations just so I can keep peace because sometimes we have to talk through and it's it's difficult. So there's there's times that we have to do it, but I need to do so with charity and mercy, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So those are, those are things that are very important to, um, in the context of our marriage in terms of how we, how we respond. Mm -hmm. So again, with, Offering, I think it's important for us, again, it's just the, the way that Christ offers his love for us. We should be doing that in terms of unity to bring us close. I mean, you think about in, in, in the Mass, we get to experience, because of his offering, we get to experience Jesus in the most intimate way. Mm-hmm. And so we are called in our marriage to also make offerings throughout the day for one another and for our family. Again, to express that intimacy really that intimacy, right? Mm-hmm. Is bringing us closer together. So our our love, our action should do that. Where is if we're thinking, I'm only gonna do this so I can get, whether it's, um, you know, accolades or whatever, then I need to really pray for an, a purity of intention. Yeah, that's indirect self-love. Correct. Mm-hmm. Now, if I recognize that, I can call you out on it but there's a there's a time and place. Mm-hmm. I can also, depending on the situation, when I go to mass and I kneel, I offer this. Mm-hmm. I recognize these things within myself that I need to work on. I recognize these things within my spouse. 
and that is bringing more sorrow in our unity in our sacrament. And I can, I can place those on the altar as Christ gives his offering. So are you speaking to, if I understand this correctly, um, a situation where maybe one of the spouses uh, isn't really getting it, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so it doesn't, and it's normally this side of the spouses, just so you know. Um, uh, anyway, that doesn't dismiss the other spouse from offering it up, mm-hmm. as Nicole stated. And I think one of the things I wanted to comment on, love, um, was when I think about the Vatican II document on the Constitution on the Sacred Liturgy, which was a Sacrosanctum Concilium. And when it speaks about the Eucharist, as you just you know talked about our Lord giving it, he you know it talked about it being, you know, a sacrament of love, a bond of of or a, a sign of unity and a bond of charity, mm-hmm. right? And specifically, when we talk about the purpose of the sacraments in that same document, it's to sanctify people. Mm-hmm. So think about this in the sacrament of service. Mm-hmm. It's to build up the body of Christ and it's to worship God. Mm-hmm. So in all those cases, because the marriage is a sacrament of holy matrimony, mm-hmm. that it's ultimately to sanctify one another, to build up the body of Christ and to worship God. Mm-hmm. And that's why we want to kind of bring this to you, to your awareness to be like, okay, am I really offering it up? Mm-hmm. Or is there a lot of wasted suffering? Mm-hmm. As exactly. our Fulton Sheen would say, right. walking around in the hospitals where when we lack God in our relationship and our marriage, when we don't understand this concept of offering it up, mm-hmm. how much suffering is wasted? Mm-hmm. You know, the beautiful thing about us being Catholic and, being, and, and understanding this now, right, as we impart this, this knowledge on you, is to say, well, now your pain has purpose, your mourning has meaning, and your suffering is salvific. It all can go for the glory of God and salvation of the souls with whom you've been entrusted, including your own. Right. Right? Including mm-hmm. your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, a, that's such a good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To not allow these opportunities, and, and, and again, going back to the, the reality of marriage and family life just being complicated mm-hmm. and being difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really easy to say, offer it up. Mm-hmm. But when you're in the middle of those intense emotions, when you're not getting participation from the other person, when you yourself are wounded and you have, you're taking it personal, and maybe you have one of the cognitive distortions that you just go to, it's your go-to distortion every single time, it's hard. Mm-hmm. But that's what Christ calls us to do, yeah. is to make those offerings. And the Mass shows us how to do that, and we continue to do that in our marriage. Mm-hmm. So although it's hard, that's when the graces come down. And that's why we need communion. We need the Eucharist because mm-hmm. by ourselves, we cannot do it. Oh, yeah. We need the nourishment of the, of the sacrament. I need, uh, you know, just for the sake of a, a, an example, I need Christ when it, when it was uncomfortable for me to share verbally. Mm-hmm. I needed Christ to help me with that. Right, and so the love he has for me was then outpoured to you, and it made it easier. Mm-hmm. And so then there's other things that, as you know, in the married life that God reveals that you have to work on. And so there's a new offering, right? And mm-hmm. so we continuously um, do that in the in the context of our of our marriage. Yeah, and you mentioned it already, and we I think we've mentioned it in numerous episodes is that that each of us as spouses, but also our children, if God blesses with that, are going to highlight our our mm-hmm. defects. Mm-hmm. in our areas that we need to grow in. Right. And you, you need to kind of wake up to that reality because mm-hmm. what ends up happening is you'll exhibit another cognitive distortion, which would be blaming. Yes. Right? It's their fault that I fell this way. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's, it's your fault um, that uh, I'm frustrated right now mm-hmm. and not even seeing that there's 
uh, there's purification going on. Yeah. And so it's just it's just a shift in your perspective and right. your, your attitude that um, point, uh, pointing to us to the Mass, pointing us to the holy sacrifice that happens at the Mass mm -hmm. with regards to our Lord giving up His self, His body, blood, soul, and divinity in order to redeem us, mm -hmm. reconcile us with the Father, that we need to be bringing that same offering mm -hmm. and uniting it with that same sacrifice. And we have the opportunity, not just in the context of the Mass, of course, that's our primary form of worship, but in our daily offering. Yes. Multiple offerings where mm -hmm. we may be struggling with something. Um, our spouse may need us um, because they're going through some stuff, um, vice versa, our kids. Uh, that's an opportunity to make an offering mm -hmm. um, and, and unite that with uh, Christ's own offering mm -hmm. and really uniting and presenting to our Heavenly Father. Mm -hmm. um, do you mind, you know, when you talked about the cognitive distortion of blaming, mm -hmm. do you know um, any, any pointed? Yes. Yeah. Can you do it again? Something that I learned is um, how many fingers are pointed toward me? Just one. And how many are toward you? I guess technically I have a finger and a thumb pointing at you, but there's three coming back at me. Okay. So technically in, if I should. In that, we learned that typically we are bothered when we start to blame. We are bothered by things that um, that we do ourselves. Yeah. And so it's really important for us to really recognize that, like, oh, I'm getting frustrated or whatever the emotion is. I'm, I have this intense emotion because of my spouse did X. We need to really reflect on the amount of times that we've done that ourselves and that God uses our spouse sometimes to highlight those things. Mm -hmm. For us to reflect and to say, oh my goodness, I recognize I do this myself and I need to change, mm -hmm. right? And so again, there's just, multiple ways that we <laughs> can sanctify one another through the the marriage and the mass i think just displays that so perfectly but we can miss it if you're just going through the motions mm -hmm. and so i just hope that with our discussion that it brings greater clarity and appreciation not only for the mass but then our sacrament amen to that yeah, I think that's the key for if we're, you know, to kind of summarize the, the episode is to don't miss out on the opportunity to offer up whatever it is you may be going through mm -hmm. um, to God on behalf of one another and those that you're entrusted with. And, you know, just realize that you're, you, it, it's, a, it's a difficult road and to some degree, but that's the path of sanctity, right? Going back to that con that, the, the, the point you made about, you know, wanting to be saint, wanting to get to heaven. Um, we don't to just get to the bear the fruit without bearing the labor first mm -hmm. and, and realizing that um, nothing worthwhile uh, comes without great sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And I would say in the context of marriage, it's um, one of the greatest gifts we have is to be able to, to, to realize that and work on each other's behalf and, and really offer it up for one another. Mm -hmm. So we thank you for joining us for another episode. Hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully that opened your mind to the concept of offering it up and in relation to the mass and to marriage, right? And, and all the different ways that 
uh, the Lord uh, is calling us to, to bring about holiness in one another um, and for the sake of the whole world. Uh, and we definitely need that in today's world. So um, we just wanna remind you again to like, subscribe, hit that notification bell um, so that you these can go right into your inbox. Um, follow us on all of our social media platforms. We just look forward to hearing from you. We thank all of those who are out there who've given us feedback thus far, who joined us for the Marriage Summit. That was a huge, huge blessing. Um, and so we thank you for joining us on that. And we ask that we always bring your favorite drink, whatever it may be, so we can we can toast uh, in thanksgiving for God and for all that he's given us. So until we meet again on the next episode, God bless you. And we'll see you next time.